If you are just tuning in, welcome. You have come at just the right time. This is Mango Masala, the South Asian show. My name's Gaines. I should be joined here by Simran as well. Hi. Oh my gosh. Wow, this is so weird. Technology actually working for once. Oh, thank God. You said, oh my gosh. I was like, no, it's not working, is it? <laughs> no, I was panicking. I was panicking. I was panicking, but we're good. I, know, we're good. I, was, I was stressed. Okay, sick. Hi, guys. Hello. I, I, it feels good to be back. You have to forgive me. I'm literally just in shock at how this has actually worked. Wow. Like, I'm literally just like, oh my gosh, we're actually streaming. We're talking to each other. For those of you that haven't tuned into the show before, guys, we have a bit of a reputation for him. Um, not being the most technical difficulties yeah. but 2022 new vibes new new mango masala but yeah how are you simran i'm good it feels actually really nice to be back when you were doing the intro i was like literally trying to smile trying to like cover my smiles like, this is so cute like no, new, new year new us and yeah it's, it's funny actually because we're going to talk a bit about um going to talk a bit about our what's it called news resolutions but i wanted to know what yours were first um so i don't know i didn't have any last year and i don't i'm kind of the person that doesn't really believe in news resolutions like i just feel like you don't need to wait till January 1st to like start making drastic changes. Like you yeah. can do that whenever, yeah. like it's not a January to December thing. If you find an issue in April, then start in April. Don't wait till like the new year. Um, so, but this year, I guess my just general goals are just a continuation of what I was doing last year. Like I want to do well in my degree. I want to like keep going um, gym. I want to cook more definitely because I can't cook and everyone keeps rinsing me because I can't cook. So I definitely want to cook more. Um, what else do I want to do oh and I want to like start doing I want to get back into makeup I want to start drawing again like I want to get back into like doing creative stuff again because I feel like with uni you don't find time for that and if you do you just like you do it with guilt in the back of your mind like oh I could be like you know writing an essay right now whatever could be revising so I wanted like you know do it in a guilt-free way but get back into it no, those all sound like really good. And I agree in terms of the whole not waiting until January the 1st. Like I knew that I wanted to start going back to the gym a bit more this year. So I started like going a few times in December just to like ease into it. Because if you start yeah. going like straight away, then it, you, you're just, you're going to struggle and then it's just going to put you off. So yeah. Speaking of um, new year, new me. Struggling. New year, same <laughs> Halima. Welcome. Thinking of talking about struggling. Yeah. It's actually not my fault this time, guys. Right. It's not my fault. Right. Whose fault is it For then? Context. For context, everyone at home. Simon, by the way, you look so pretty. You always look pretty, but you look so pretty today. I don't know what you did. Thank you. Carlos, you look beautiful. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Oh, yeah. And Carlos. And Carlos. Oh, my God. Yes. You guys are gorgeous. Anyways. Um, yeah for those who don't know I mean no one knows because we haven't been on air in a while but my family my, my mom and two of my sisters are in Bangladesh so at home it's me my dad and my other sister and my other sister she works like five days a week um she has a retail job and she's a uni student so she's never at home um so and I mean most of our listeners I'm, I'm hazarding our desi people you guys know what it's like with desi dads what did you um, were you cooking food for him oh <laughs> <laughs> what dish was it 
Every day, man. Fish. Every day. Every day. I don't even feed myself. I don't. I, I don't even feed myself, guys. It's just, you know what? When my mum comes back, I'm gonna buy her a really expensive gift because it's actually hard looking after a household. Like, why mm. do you need to Hoover every day? Oh yeah. See, why do you need to mop every day? I don't yeah. get it. You know what? The actual truth is, I need to Hoover and mop multiple times a day, but I just ignore the mess until the next day because I refuse to get it out more than once. No, it's actually mad. Like I agree with you. Like growing up, I was always a bit like, whenever it would come to chores, I was like, oh, but why do we have to like that often? Like it doesn't make a difference. But since I've like lived on my own or as an adult and seen like how this is like the most boring stuff by the way how dust accumulates if any adult is out there listening they will they will relate i'm sure they're feeling validated right now mm. but no it is you need to keep clean guys it's just so shout out to all the people out there who are the what's it called the house the backbone of the household yeah. Oh, mums are just oh my god i'm scared of the thought of being a mum because i think can i do what my mum does i don't think i can uh-uh. well no that's the thing we should be like forward thinking like start delegating jobs like i can speak from my own experience growing up like um, it was that um the household chores would go more to the girls like my sisters than me and at the time i was like no it's not what you're talking about like that's not the case but now looking back i can hold up my hands and say well maybe there was a little bit of imbalance so we need to make those positive changes for next generation halima you don't have to be the household mum you can make your whole family work for you the thing is is that we're all um, girls in my house my, my parents have got four daughters in it. Uh, so it's not even a gendered thing. We've all got to do it, man. Uh, Except some of them are on holiday. So that means it just comes down to you. So you know what? That even makes it worse. I really, because, I mean, you guys know how much I love Bangladesh. It's bad enough that I'm not there because my sister literally, like, she sends videos every day of what they're up to. And, like, when I tell you I've been miserable, miserable like capital m miserable it's bad enough that i'm not there but to to make it worse is that i'm in this island in this weather and then to make it worse on top of that is i'm left with all the housework oh my god how do you feel about sorry, I feel like snow I've come in I feel like I've just, sorry how do you feel about snow i hate it no it snowed here it snowed here yesterday or the day before i was loving it, it didn't settle though mm. i don't know did it snow in my did it snow near our ends yeah, carlos no, it, it was did, yeah. icy wasn't it yeah no it but it was annoying here because like it did set but it was enough to like turn into like sludge and it was just a bit like oh it was icy it was icy because i remember i went out like um just to run some errands yesterday and um i couldn't walk properly i couldn't walk properly my car was it was really scary actually when i was driving yeah problems that you know i don't like countries i feel like i feel like it's gone really cold out of nowhere yeah, and I swear it was really yeah. mild at the start of the year. Again, I cannot believe that we are talking about this, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, anyways, New Year's resolutions, go. <laughs> yeah, tell us something interesting. There's nothing interesting going on in my life. I've literally been on house arrest. 
I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like I've just come in like a wave of negative energy. You know what? Yeah. So you know what? This this is what I would have been if I had streamed the last episode of 2021 because my laptop just broke. I was in isolation. I was like day four or five of isolation. I was still in Nottingham in my like student account. I was hating life. That's why I said to Carlos, I was like, I just can't. I was like, today's not the day. As soon as he said like, you know what? We'll try again next year. I was like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Right, that's another yeah. thing as well. You two have both had COVID again. Yes. You know what? I think this is my third COVID in December. I think it's a um, it's a yearly tradition now for me. But- I am um, fine. I'm just fighting off a cough. Like last time I got COVID, even though it wasn't confirmed COVID, but when I thought it was COVID, I had a cough for like three months after. And now I've kind of got the same thing. Not as bad, touch wood, thank God, but I have got a cough. I'm sitting here with Suvas in front of me, just in case it happens. When did you get it? Uh, I can't remember, but my last day of isolation was literally 23.59 on Christmas Eve. That's lucky. I finessed it. But I did come out one day earlier because that's when they said, oh, it turns to seven days. And if you get um, bare negative tests, then you can come out. So I just did like, I did so many lateral flows and they're all negative. So I came out on like the ninth day instead of the tenth day. Do you know what's so funny? I went to get my booster today, and I, I didn't read any because I booked my booster oh, you like. Can't, a, yeah, yeah, you can't. I didn't realize because I, I booked it like I booked it about a month in advance or something like that, and um, like before I got COVID, and then I went and I sat down, and obviously they ask you all the questions, your details, and I was like, I've had COVID in the last four weeks. I was like, uh, yeah, and they were like, yeah, sorry, love, you're gonna have to come back. How would how silly? Yeah, mine was booked for the 29th. I had to cancel it. I'm going to book it at the end of this month now. That's yeah, yeah, that's so what I'm bad, though, because, like, so many people have had COVID over the past month, so they won't be able to, like, get their boosters or anything. But then I suppose you're less likely yeah. to actually get it. But, yeah. Where do we, where do we think this is going, guys? Uh, oh, as in, as in, are we, do you think we're headed towards... No, I was saying this um, yesterday. I think that if we were going to have a lockdown and again this is my opinion i don't know what the government's thinking i'm not saying this is the right thing to do whatever but i would have expected us to maybe have gone into a lockdown by now yeah the fact that we haven't and cases are so high i think that suggests that unless it happened that omicron got worse or there was a new variant that was because the thing with omicron is as well it doesn't seem to be affecting people as bad yeah at the moment so um if there was a new variant that was um as lethal as the first one then maybe that Mm. would be a cause for lockdown but things as well they have promised they said last they said last year that they weren't going to do a lockdown and obviously we know that the government has gone back on its word quite a few times but i think they know that people will be very annoyed if they go into lockdown and also you have all those videos that came out as well isn't it so I think not only are people going to be so annoyed, like there's going to be so many more protests and people are going to be just fuming. Um, But in terms of like economy, they have to weigh up now the fact that Omicron's not as harmful as the previous ones, that maybe the economy now needs to come first Mm. because of just recovery rates and stuff, which is- That was was always the case. That was- Sorry, I think that was always the case. Maybe this time around, they'll be a bit more forthright about it. I hope so. Well, Chris Whitty said no more lockdowns. That was last year. 
So I'm holding on to that. <laughs> oh my God, guys. I Oh my God, I'll send you the video because it's actually really funny. I was with my grandma over Christmas break and she watches like the Punjabi channel on Sky, whatever, whatever channel it is. And um, I was I was on my phone. I wasn't paying attention to what she was watching. I looked up and it was Chris Whitty. And they it was the coronavirus. Like he was like, go get your boosters, get your jabs or whatever. But they dubbed him over in Punjabi. Funniest thing. I was like, that's actually obviously effective because you know you got to get the message across. They're doing the right thing, but just the way it was dubbed was just hilarious. So just Chris Reed's face and then someone speaking in Punjabi. I was like, this is crazy. It was so I'll send you the video. That's actually so funny. Real ones watch the original clip with subtitles. Oh, yep. my joke didn't land. I'm, I'm going no, back. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I'm going it, back, guys. I'm going it, back to yeah, 2021. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, it did. Your Squid Game thing. Yeah. Why do you not yeah. laugh? Because uh, it, <laughs> it took me a minute. Ugh. My humor. <laughs> you know what? I said it before. I'll say it again. My humor is wasted on this world. It's wasted. No. I'm feeling Bye. as bitter as when um, we did the how well do you know me challenge and people started getting oh points for not God. actually knowing anything about the other person but just boot licking sorry i'm still bitter about that no i hate the player hate the game that's all i'm gonna say if you would like to see what I'm your talking own about, your own your own pride was your downfall if you would uh -huh. like to see what i am talking about then head over to youtube where you can watch both halima and simran's how well do you know me quizzes who won? Did I win? Yes. <laughs> Sick. Because you sucked up to Helena. That's what listen, listen, listen. I oh knew God. what I had to do to get points. You know what? This is just. And I asked. And I asked that question that I knew only you would know about uh, the weekend. Yeah. Oh, I don't want pity questions, Simran. I don't want to be. Oh, you still lost, Carlos. You still came last. You still came last. She actually gave you a point on on a golden platter, and you still came last. That's why are you bitter. <laughs> you should be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's it, right. You know what? I I need I need a break. I need a, I need I need a break to cool down right like, now. He's going to turn us off because yeah. we just off the computer. That's what I thought, thought he's going to kick me out. I thought he's going <laughs> to yeah. kick. No, trust me. The, te the technology is working. I'm not going to take any risk with that. Oh my god! Please, can you explain your bottle? My bottle. Yeah, show the people. I've got. Yeah. I've got um as a beginning of January present to myself. I've got a new water bottle. It's very big. It tells me how much I've drank, and it's got inspirational messages on it. <laughs> it tells me no excuses. Remember <laughs> your goal. Yeah. And it's. Where are you up to today? Um. Keep drinking. Aww. Has it got the time of day on it? Yeah, three p.m. It's fair. I'm up to the right. But I'm up to the right bit. So. See, I wake up too late for stuff like that. Yeah, if I'm being honest, yeah, exactly. I haven't been following it. Like. <laughs> so I've got like seven every hours. day. I'm fast asleep. Yeah. <sighs> Have but... you had it every day? Yeah, if I'm being honest, I've never done it properly like gone through each <laughs> but no I it, just having a water bottle actually makes you drink so much more like i think a big one as well because yeah exactly that's my inspiration simran and her white archie archie see halima i've got one of those but that's a cute chili one it doesn't hold enough though you know what i mean yeah, put this on put this on the instagram page 
Oh my right, god! Show off our water bottles. Do you know I have? I seriously, I'm gonna start dedicating. I'm gonna make an Instagram page for Archie. He's literally my child. How? What liter is that? How many? One point two. Not, like he seems huge, but he's not actually that much. Yeah. Don't body shame my water bottle. Yeah, I'm sorry for that. For for it to be that big, it's got to hold a lot more. He's pure. I feel like this is just. It's just you know what it is. It's just a good size to carry around with you. I I take this with me everywhere. Honestly, I can't live without my water bottle. I think he's made me stronger. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna put a stop to this now before we start. Not emotionally, but yeah, also emotionally. But I mean, like physically stronger, like having to carry around this much all the time. Yeah. No. I, I realized that's what you meant, and I think Carlos did as well, and he's still trying to put a stop to it. Yeah, why? Why does it always? Right, like, why? I feel attacked. I feel like. Right. Whatever. Hate on Archie. Fine. I'm not hating on Archie. I'm just saying there's a time and a place, and. DAB radio maybe isn't the place to profess your love for an inanimate object, but you know. <laughs> trying to produce quality content, guys, not trash. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Helima just came on here like, guys. That's my vibe, like every, every, you know, guys, am I a negative person? <laughs> have you seen those then, memes where it's like me an empath like and then clip that and then clip that with like a compilation of her just complaining yeah yeah thank you you're, you're just trying to get clips that aren't you yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> I, mean, I never I really like, like, everyone's that attention away from that one time i said i won the Aston martin <laughs> <laughs> anyway um just anyway. um it's probably good we've had a bit of lighthearted stuff there because I've got something relatively serious that I've just seen on Instagram that's actually Manchester related. Um, a young a man called Daniel Singh was last seen in East Didsbury, Manchester, wearing a red Ralph Lauren gym bag. Um, he's put up some quite um, distressing messages on Instagram suggesting that he might be... Um, not feeling very good at the moment um obviously sorry to anyone that's gone through anything similar but um yeah if you see anyone with that description so daniel singh um he's wearing a red ralph lauren gym bag last seen east didsbury um yeah his family are really worried um if you go on instagram well fair if you go on our instagram at mango masala radio um then you'll be able to find the post with more information about that but just thought i should put that out there to all the people in manchester listening um so yeah but not to digress too much just obviously wanted to put that out there speaking of people who live in manchester I love how, how, how I create like little um, segues into that from, from anything. But um, yeah, people who live in Manchester. I never been to. Oh. Someone watching TikTok whilst we're on live radio. Sorry, I don't know what that was. It was my laptop. Sorry, guys. Can't get this stuff. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was my laptop. Sorry, my bad. But. Let me just play a little clip for you guys about this particular person who lives in Manchester that I'm talking about. There we go. That we do. And I just mm. think, like, you, you're given one life and it's down to you what you do with it. Like, you can literally go in any direction. And when I've spoken about that before in the past, I have been slammed a little bit with people saying, you know, like, it's easy for you to say that, you know, you've grown up and you've not grown up in poverty. You've not grown up, you know, with major money struggles. So for you to sit there and say that we all have the same 24 hours in a day is not correct. And I'm like, 
but technically what I'm saying is correct. We, we do. So I understand that obviously we all have different backgrounds and we're all raised in different ways and we do have different financial situations. But I think if you want something enough, you can achieve it. And it just depends to what lengths you want to go to get where you want to be in the future. And I I'll go to any lengths. Like I, I've worked my absolute arse off to get where I am now. So um, before I let Halima um, get into this, um, Simran, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I couldn't, I couldn't hear it, but um, I know what you it know was. What so. okay. <laughs> right. I don't know why I couldn't hear that, but I, I, I was couldn't just hear, I couldn't hear it either. But I knew what it was. Okay. Um. Yeah, rough that in it. I. <laughs> it's just extremely. Wait, which one did you play? The 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 twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Listen it's kind of rough full-on cancelling her I feel like people do this whole thing where they really really badly have people that they need to cancel and Molly May is one of those people where like everything she does is a cancelable offence like and I just don't necessarily agree with that and it just shows the toxicity of cancel culture what she said I think yes it was tone deaf but it's not something that so many people don't say all the time and they don't catch any corn for especially like male influencers and you know you get a lot of those like lifestyle influencers the forex the crypto people and they're like yes we will have the same 24 hours what are you doing i wake up at two in the morning and run 12 miles like you know them people there so i just feel like it's yeah it was tone deaf but people are really going to reach now and try and um kind of full-on cancel her over something that maybe is not so cancelable but when you look at the whole thing with like the factory workers with PLT and the ones in Leicester with Boohoo and then kind of I saw some infographic about how much money she makes like an hour and stuff like that and it's just like when you look at it like that it's a little bit more ridiculous and makes it seem so much more tone deaf. Mm. I think the thing to consider as well in this situation is that Molly May is someone who gets a lot of unnecessary hate a lot of the time um for things before this that were not warranted i in my opinion however and obviously i'm not saying that any hate is warranted in regards to this most recent clip however it's it is a bit annoying because i feel like the people that are constantly coming for molly may um, over the smallest things that aren't that significant then when something like this happens where it's actually she yeah. has said something that she needs to be called out on and cor corrected on um it makes it hard like for example as of now to my knowledge she hasn't made any sort of statement she's made a statement through her through her people which in my eyes makes it look even worse because mm. it makes it look yeah. like you don't actually get what people are saying i want to but yeah halima thoughts um i'll be honest i'm very like i don't believe in celebrity culture like i don't believe in celebrity I, I feel like we need to abolish celebrity right um so on the one hand i was i was i don't know i'm a bit kind of like on the one hand i understand like you know what it is okay so insofar as she's a celebrity you're not kind of expecting any profound kind of sociological analysis of, you know, gendered informal labor market. You can't really expect that from someone who got famous on a, not to, I am generalizing, I'm generalizing here. Obviously there are exceptions, but in general, um, 
her kind of when you watch the interview her kind of like she was saying you know when she was like yeah we all have 24 hours I mean what I'm seeing is technically true like that's that's her argument right she's not all of these these profound sociological like debates that people are, are now embarking on after what she's saying it's not gonna land I've not to be funny but like it's not gonna land like she really thought she was making points by making the point that technically we all have 24 hours so a lot of people are kind of like to be I don't know in some ways I'm like a lot of people are wasting their breath in some ways I'm like okay but everyone deserves a chance to be educated right so insofar as she's a celebrity I, I wasn't expecting anything I'm not expecting anything however she's not just a celebrity she is a business person right and I think this is kind of like what Simon was starting to say before like um when you think about her positionality as a creative director of a I don't I don't know is is PLT like multi-billion yeah like I don't I don't know like At incredibly incredibly lucrative yeah incredibly incredibly lucrative um business with explosive growth when you consider her positionality as a creative creative director within that what she said is unacceptable like it is not it's so especially because it's not it's not you know what it is it's because plt is the entire kind of like functionality of plt is contingent on sweatshop sweatshop labor slave labor right that's what we call it modern day this country as well in this country you call it literally the term for it is is modern slavery right so if if it was if it was her business had nothing to do with this and and modern slavery was just a thing that existed in the world far away from her then okay fine maybe you wouldn't expect her to know so much maybe you wouldn't expect her to account for it but the fact that the money that she gets the wealth that generated that is generated for her comes directly from sweatshop labor then that's a whole different that's a whole different thing then mm-hmm. and a lot of people make excuses for her, like oh she's young and all of these things but but she's in the position that she's in it's got nothing to do with age and i know i know like people have also been saying the thing about like like I slightly disagree with what Simran said there about you know because like, you know she's a woman a lot of men say it as well I feel like anyone who's in a similar position where she is where she has structural power let's not forget she has structural power here so anyone in a structural position in a position where they have structural power whether it's man or woman or whatever they need to be held accountable um I don't think the whole kind of forex trade thing that's a completely fair equivalent because they don't have as much structural power as someone as molly may who's a corrected director of a multi-billion pound company um and also a lot of a lot of other people as well i've read have made that whole gendered argument and i'm like that makes it even worse because a lot of the women in those factories are sorry a lot of the people a lot of the workers in those factories are women like there is definitely a, a gendered kind of like oppression here as well if, if we're going to think about it because the garment industry has throughout the world and any what well, most contexts the garment industry and informal labor within the garment industry has disproportionately affected women you know That's so the defense that the podcast um make yeah as well yeah, yeah the, it, the guy yeah. who came out with the podcast said that and it wasn't like oh the forex trader thing it was kind of just like it's a saying right that a lot of people use like we all have the same 24 hours people use that as a way to get like a weird kind of power yeah. of like over other people that I can do this in my 24 hours what can you do yeah. that's why I'm saying it's tone deaf for her to have said it people do yeah. get away with saying it like the podcast guy said yeah it's her 
it's her misthinking in her in her position like you said like her saying the complete wrong thing and it comes across wrong her in her specific position is different to a forex trader because like you said she's in that industry she's the creative director of plt she's directly tied to the people that work in those factories here and abroad so mm-hmm. she didn't do so great yeah and and and, like, and you know what i do understand like she's young and 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 all of these things but again like doesn't the age doesn't matter because you're in that like you shouldn't take yeah. a job where you, where you don't know what it entails you know and and it's so funny as well because we saw like you know there's another clip that's been circulating where she went to visit one of the factories and oh, um yeah. she was pretending to be like a worker for a day or something like that and it turned out to be like a 12-hour shift and she'll go like, oh my god i'd die if it was a 12-hour shift well i mean but is it aren't you the one that was like oh you work really hard and you do it like it's just and it's not by the way, we're contextualizing all of these. So this is this 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 whole concept of like neoliberalism, right? We're, we're contextualizing it within like Molly May because it's her interview that blew up. But this is celebrity in general, like this is celebrity oh, yeah. celebrity and just wealthy people in general. Where and and this is the kind of this is the fallacy of meritocracy. So meritocracy is the idea that people can elevate their their socio political status and their their and they can accumulate wealth just by working hard, right? But the what what meritocracy does is ignore the fact that there are actual structural barriers to certain demographics. You know where you know a certain ethnic demographic, certain class demographics that are stratified from access to wealth. So meritocracy is a myth. It's a it's a complete fallacy. But but a lot of you know wealthy people, a lot of celebrities, especially celebrities from like humble backgrounds, which by the way, I wouldn't say Molly May is from, but a lot of celebrities, especially from you know humble backgrounds or whatever, they make the exception the rule. Right. They'll they of course every now and again in every system there's an exception. People can people can make it out. That's not it's not to say that the system doesn't allow for that, but what the system does is it then subsumes that um, aberration and turns it into the rule so that people can't actually point to the systematic failures, right? Hmm. I think so, it's, so that- it's important to say as well, just in terms of all the statements that we've said in terms of the um, how these businesses are run essentially on um, modern day slave labor, it, that is based on actual text and accounts of workers that yep. work at these companies. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. us making accusations or anything. That is based on no, it's an academic term. It's an academic term. Yeah. yeah, yeah, academic term. Like if you look at the the definition of modern slavery, like that's why we call it modern slavery, right? Go look at the term. Um, go go look at what the definition is. Like that's that is what you would call it. People working earning three pound fifty an hour when the national wage is what is it like seven seven something? It's you can't it's not justifiable um in any case yeah the whole the whole idea of meritocracy itself is is incredibly flawed and it is um it's a plague it's really a plague you know because it doesn't account for any any kind of like um as i said systematic uh battle um hindrances but like and blockages Carla, i agree with what you said with people that people that come for molly may over things like a type of bag or that she wore or some really obscure comment that she made or something really like random now it's kind of like boy who cried wolf situation where it's something that is bigger they don't have a lot yeah. of credibility now because people are just really quick to dismiss that as like everyone wants to cancel molly may like you're canceling her because it's trendy whatever so when someone does something that's actually off- offensive then it does it get washed away a little bit because people in the past have tried to cancel it over like such menial things. Yeah. I think as well, like you know, like like neo neoliberal logic is so 
neoliberal logic, I say, is the logic that the state perpetuates, in my opinion. Um, so it's so deep rooted in society that a lot of people, I don't know, a lot of people agree with what she says. Like a lot of people will be like, yeah, we yeah. do 24 hours. And, and it's so, it's so, ugh. that's why my focus is more on what was actually said rather than who said it. Do you know what I mean? Because I'll be completely honest. Me personally, I don't really give a, um, how do I say it politely? I don't really care at all about Molly May. I don't. She don't mean anything to me. I don't care about her. Um, she is as I, I expect celebrity would be. But it's the logic that she has kind of espoused and that that resonates with so many um, people. Um, that a lot of people really believe in meritocracy and they really believe that if you are poor, it's because you just haven't worked hard enough. Or if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be rich, if you want to kind of elevate yourself, you just have to work harder. There are people who literally will work will work every day of their lives and die poor you know i feel like that's that's the point that that's that people need to actually deep here mm. meritocracy is a myth guys yeah and a lot of people that have made it were are the lucky ones in a sense like they are the it's based purely exactly. on luck and that's why that's what yeah it just kind of annoys me like where because even before molly may said it this quote um we all have the same 24 hours beyonce has been around for time and just every time it's like yeah but she beyonce is beyonce like you can't say that now maybe if beyonce was some unknown but before she became famous and before she did anything then maybe you could say that but you can't like she probably has um, teams of like hundreds of people like doing everything for her and that doesn't take away from the fact that she's obviously an incredible singer incredible performer can do so yeah. much but yeah. to say oh we all have the same 24 hours do you really think beyonce is like making her own food she wakes up and changes and changes her bed sheets and does her laundry and washes her dishes yeah. do you think she does that or even like for say like um changing her well i think the twins are older now but you know what i mean like i'm sure that she had yeah. loads of help and everything and again this is just hypothetical and it doesn't take away from yep. the fact that beyonce is really talented but to say yes. like oh we could all be like beyonce we all have the same 24 hours it's just totally uncalculated right? it just comes yeah. down to like structural imbalances and obstacles that people have in place because of like halima said like class ethnicity race and other and other circumstances right like disability everything there's so many different factors that create obstacles for people that not everyone can be beyonce because if that was true we all had the same 24 hours we'd all be beyonce do you know what i mean yeah exactly so exactly. That, exactly that statement is so um outdated i think and like yeah, like you said, it is a common statement. Like my friend and I were discussing it earlier. And she was like, that's literally like people print that on mugs in like urban outfits. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah, statement yeah, is so yeah. common. So yeah. she kind of she probably just kind of like threw it out, but she did not think of the position that she's in when she said that at all because it comes out so tone deaf. I think that's the problem. Not- I think I think that's the problem. The problem is I don't think that she meant it. I don't think that she meant yeah. I like I don't think that she like meant like um like people have like quote treated it ironically like if you're homeless just buy a house like obviously that's yeah. a joke i don't think she meant it like that my problem is that she hasn't actually come forward and said of course that's not why men i totally get why people would say this yeah. this is why actually men i'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry that it came across I that way oh sorry carlos no i was just saying like i would have expected her personally to have said something and it, especially if she thinks that she's not done anything wrong you back yourself you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. 
I don't know how much of what she was saying was a slight to people who are actually just dis- like structurally disadvantaged but I know she's definitely there's def- definitely some level of delusion in what she said mm. because she sat there and she really tried to make out as though like everything she has got she's worked for right yeah. like she didn't like nothing there was because she actually sat there and she was like I'll go to any extremes you know I work really hard like that's that's the whole point of what she was saying and it's not to say that she doesn't work hard but there are there are millions billions of people in the world who work just as hard if not harder than her and do not have a fraction of what she has so it's not just I think she genuinely believes from from my interpretation of what she said I think she genuinely believes that she's worked hard for that she's got everything she's got purely through hard work she's not accounted for white privilege for pretty privilege for you know the the way um Love Island had had propelled her exposure and her popularity. Well, that's and the all thing. The she things. literally does. So that's why I don't get it. She said multiple times that she went on Love Island to further oh, yeah. her career. Like, so how can but you... Then, so then to come out, to come out and be like, oh yeah, I did everything for myself. And I, it's because I think she kind of like dissociated herself and then built her brand away from the show after she came out of it. But that's not, that's not, that still doesn't take away from the fact that her popularity increased exponentially from the show. You know, it's not, yeah. and it doesn't. And again, she made no account for the fact that she's she is white and she benefits from white privilege. She's incredibly like conventionally attractive and she benefits from pretty privilege. No account for any of those things. Like she 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 made her. She she started her career before Love Island doing like YouTube, right? Yeah, she was already an influencer. Yeah, like, she had like a few what a hundred k followers. I might be wrong. Before she even went on to Love Island, she had a significant <laughs> following. Before she even went on to Love Island, you have to be privileged to buy the camera equipment, Bro. make a day in my life thing. No one wants to watch you sit at like a nine to five desk job or work in a factory doing manual labor. That's not the trendy thing, is it? Like, so exactly. she has. You have to already be in a position of privilege to have the equipment to do YouTube and yeah. vlogs and be a be a yeah. social media presence. I the following. New marketing hauls, yeah. you know, the makeup, the hair, the upkeep, the beauty, the maintenance, all of that. And then on top of that, like having the lifestyle that even supports what people want to watch on YouTube, the day in my life, like I go get my Starbucks and, you know, sit in, yeah. in Starbucks for five hours and go do Pilates and stuff. That's not a realistic life. Mm. I think I mean, like, someone, on Twitter, someone on Twitter made the distinguish between, um, the distinguish between um, hard work and effort. And they're saying they have mm. no doubt that Molly May is putting a load of effort into everything that she's done, and that's why she's got to where she is. But that doesn't necessarily equate to hard work. You know yeah. what I mean? Right, like some right. jobs are just objectively harder; they're more strenuous on your like on your physical and mental well-being. Yep. Yep. I think there's, it's a thing that we see a lot like I see it a lot in mental health right people that are like just meditate and do yoga and prioritize self-care and it's like not everyone can do that not everyone can spend 20 minutes a day deep breathing and meditating and like doing face masks and stuff people can't afford that stuff people have disabilities that limit them from doing that mental health problems limit people from being able to do these things people have to work jobs to look the kids. yeah exactly. Someone who earns minimum wage, who can barely make rent, who can barely feed their kids. Someone who relies on food banks. Because let's not forget, that's a real, real life big problem in the UK is, is the, the increased reliance on food banks, right? How is that person going to have spare time, spare money to be sitting around putting makeup on in front of an expensive camera? Exactly. Like that that's in itself like, is a privilege. That's why I'm saying like she, the mark was just so missed when you, when you really dissect it, which I'm sure she didn't mean for it to get this deep, I'm sure she didn't, yeah. but here we and are. She, 
it's not she's not she is not exceptionally tone deaf she's not she's just no. a celebrity she is as celebrity is you know and like she's no different to kylie jenner going into the lip kit factory and doing the same thing or kendall going into yeah. the 818 factory and doing the same thing like she's no different yeah. from any american influencer doing the same thing or any any celebrity sorry i should say yeah the thing is the thing with celebrity in general is like not to get too much into my marxist bag but like you can't have a socially conscious celebrity like it really is there so being socially conscious and being a celebrity there is part the logic that underpins both things is paradoxical because to be as like yeah it's paradoxical you can't you can't do it so i'm not surprised that it came from her but yeah she's just not i also like you said carlos pr wise now is not handling it the best yeah because it's yeah. like even it wasn't even that they issued an apology through her people it's that they issued a statement through her people which was incredibly defensive and it's just a bit like yeah i really hope that she i mean from the statement that's already been released it's probably not the case but i just would really hope that she uses this time to actually reflect and like to learn but I hope there's no stunt now of her like going back into the factory like with a hairnet on and like trying to like look at look at the garments and make a little like PR scheme out of it. Like just own it now and let it go. Yes, the weekend. Here we go again, featuring Tyler, the creator, taken from his new album Dawn FM on Pi Radio. This is Mango Masala South Asian show. My name's Gins. I'm joined here by Simran and Halima. Now, Simran, shall we just let you get into the album? I love him. Yeah, we know that you love The Weeknd, Simran. That's nothing new, but let's talk about the album itself. Like, so when he announced it literally a week ago, what were your thoughts? Like? Yeah, so I literally pooped. Like, <laughs> I, I just, it was just the best. I remember I, it was the first thing I saw when I opened Instagram. And it was like new album and I was like, no, like this is sick. Um, and yeah, and I had a countdown on my phone and then it <laughs> dropped and I was sleeping like a mug. Um, but it was like five in the morning when it dropped. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I had it on all day yesterday. And then I did this thing where I used to do it when I was little and I had like loads of time. When I said little, I was like, I mean like 15. But, um, but when I had actual time in my life, but I just lay there and I just listened to it front to back. I just listened to the whole thing and I did nothing else even though I have an assignment due on Monday that's all I did for like an hour um yeah I love it I love him it's a really good album um I can I can never say that any of his albums are the best because Trilogy was the best and nothing will ever top that but I was gonna ask like what how does it fare against like because I saw so I'm also like I love the weekend my whole family were all like massive weekend fans um and again I feel like as any OG weekend fan like the weekend just is like a very special thing to us right my thing right like people love Sorry, the like, is a very, the very special thing pardon I meant, I think I, did I, what did I just say? Did I say the weekend is a very special thing? Because I meant to say the trilogy is a very special thing towards. Oh yeah. But you know when he dropped the you know when he dropped the promotional poster of him as an old man. Yeah. And everyone was like, um, everyone, we want the old weekend back, the weekend, and then that photo of him. Ah. But that's what I thought. That's what he was doing. So I was like, okay, how does it fare against? I like so. Um, 
thing is with the weekend right i think a lot of people liked trilogy so much and because he really like popularized that alternative r&b sound like back in 2012 13 14 um I think he popularized that sound when he went away from it and then went into his like beauty behind the madness star boy the hills i can't feel my face era yeah. people hated that because everyone was like he's a sellout he's this he's making music you know for like the masses he's not he's not staying true to his roots but it's one of those things where like he's evolved as a person his music's going to evolve with him and also anyone else in his position would do the same thing if Republic Records are asking you this is how you make a song and this is going to like triple the amount of money you're going to make of course you're going to do it there's no no one would say no to that bag just because they're sticking with something they want to stick with something that's not even true to them anymore it's like I think I said it on the show like people liked Tyler the Creator when he was in his Yonkers era and Eminem when he was in his Curtain Call era like it doesn't make sense why do you want them to be in their like you know drug addiction homeless like mental health problem era you you want if you love the, the artist you want slaps. The <laughs> yeah the music slaps but we got we got trilogy we got a curtain call we got young because we got goblins stuff you know what i mean they i think the problem with the weekend, music goes with them i think the problem with the weekend is so again like i've i've stayed a weekend fan like i i've loved him since trilogy and i've stayed a weekend fan because i've liked every project he's dropped some i've liked more than yeah. others some of them like yeah. as, on a, at a base level i've liked everything he's dropped um so and that's why i continue to be a fan but i think the problem with him and the, the reason why some people kind of like have a difficult time is because i think he peaked with uh, he peaked early i think he peaked early like i think trilogy was his peak and even though he's he he even even though like everything he's produced has not been as great, he has still maintained like yeah. a, a great level of like standard. And do you know what it is? I think and sometimes I think yeah that the nothing else could have had the impact that trilogy had because trilogy was the first thing. Do you know what I mean? I think if anything else was the first, it would have had like and, and, like the, everything else in comparison would have. If he dropped Kissland first, it wouldn't have hit yeah. the same because it was trilogy and it was the first time a sound like that was, was exactly on exactly. such a platform. Yeah, because of like Drake and Little Wayne, obviously like bringing yeah. him up. That's why it hit so well with people yeah. and it resonated so well. I know a lot of people when it came out didn't like it because they weren't used to it, and then once it became more popular, people were like, "Oh, actually, no, this is pretty good." Exactly, it's it's the whole think, thing of trailblazing, isn't it? Like anything that's the first. Oh, yeah sorry. if he'd carried on with that sound it might have gotten washed he might not have hit the mark again but he's hit the mark on different sounds that fit him as he's grown as a person in the over the last decade and I think what's carried him and what's made him get to the point that he is now in terms of like the Super Bowl and all the like Grammys and the Academy Awards and stuff Academy Awards, Billboard Awards um is his talent you literally cannot deny it undeniable talent like yeah. you see a lot of artists that have great marketing they make great music they have great production but maybe they don't really have like actual talent when it comes to performing singing writing lyrics doing your own production playing instruments you i think the two the two biggest artists i can see that have both of those is the weekend and tyler the creator mm. they're just they're just they're just fundamentally the music he puts out is great that's what it is the music yeah. he puts out is great and I think the whole thing, the people, what people, I think, I think maybe people are reluctant to give him his flowers, or some people who are reluctant to give him flowers are because he hasn't put out anything as um, trailblazing as Trilogy was. But that's the whole 
that's the whole point. The point. Just inherently, because it was the first kind of one that broke, that, that blew, yeah. it is going to be the trailblazer, right? Trilogy so is a perfect album, in my opinion. It is literally yeah. flawless. The yeah. production of the trilogy, it was so ahead of its time that even artists now neglect to do the things that he did on trilogy. Like, yeah. It's I literally I still listen to it and some of the songs is like listening to it for the first time all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible that album hits. So I think, you know, trilogy was one thing that it was only ever going to be done once. Yeah, and exactly. He did he did amazing with Kissland coming up after. I know a lot of people don't like Kissland because it was like it was very different, but I think he did a really good job with Kissland. And the thing with trilogy is people have seen the comments of like oh we want the old weekend we want trilogy weekend so artists have come out and they've tried to do trilogy but no one can do it <laughs> no one can do no it no one's recreated no one trilogy it's perfect it. no it's one that will that ever X-factor, do it. it it's that x factor it's that it's that that solves but i think it's the it's the hallmark of a good artist that he knows how sick he did on trilogy and he left it he's and probably never gonna really go back yeah, exactly. I can't. I can never think of any artist that can put out a thirty what thirty one song album, and every song hits, every song slaps. Like it, it's just never gonna happen again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. He's just he's just oh my god, he's just a musical powerhouse. I just literally love the man. Logically, statistically, you can only have one breakthrough album, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's so. what he did, and I just think above everyone else as well, he becomes his music like he makes his whole brand every single album like the star boy era well the kissland era all the like japanese and the manga and the anime and the vaporwave aesthetic that was so cool like never really had been done before and then the star boy era when he cut his hair and then oh my god that red suit with after hours that he didn't take off for two years straight <laughs> you know? yeah like he commits like you don't see that level of commitment i think from a lot of artists and like he just becomes his era every every album of his represents what he's doing where his head's at what he's going through in his life whether it's like a break yeah and he i think as an artist because as an artist you're more than performance and music you're a brand you know you're you're marketing yourself out to your audience and he nails that every time yeah yeah no he he's an like undeniable artist and under, i think he, also in terms of like numbers i think he's like one of the best-selling artists yeah. in the world you know yeah 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 and i think like it makes me really happy because I, like I said, and people are like, oh, like Goblin era Tyler, like 2003 Eminem was like the best era. Like, yeah, 2012 weekend was the best weekend, but it, it makes me happy to see him happier than he was back then. Like he's not, yeah, he's not like going, he's not fighting addiction. He's not homeless anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100. Whatever. And then if the music follows that and sounds like I can't feel my face and all these like happy, upbeat songs, fine, I'm cool with it. It still sounds good. You know, I I like him as a person, so I'd I'd want him to be happy. Yeah, on a human level as well as a fan, you have to you have to want what's best for the artist as yeah, well. Yeah, that's why I think like I get angry when people say that about Tyler the Creator when because he you can hear it in his music how like distressed he was as a person as a teenager when he was in his like Goblin era and then he made yeah. like Flower Boy and everyone was like what is this and it's like no like let him be happy. Yeah, I think sometimes like I think sometimes fan like fans are so rigid they don't give artists. Yeah space to grow and evolve and change as like humans i think they latch onto an artist or they become a fan of an artist because of a particular sound and they expect that 
particular sound to be reproduced when actually music is um, just commentary. Music is yeah. commentary into a certain era, phase of someone's life. And no person is, is a human if their life is just stagnant, yeah. you know? Always. I think that's why like the music of like The Weeknd, part of the creator Frank Ocean, Kanye West, like artists like that, their music is so close to their heart, which is why it rep not only represents what they do, but it's good. Like it's so true to them. That's why they care about it more. Because when you look at artists that do the same thing over and over again, <clears throat> future, <clears throat> um, yeah, it's good music. It follows, it follows like, it follows a formula. I said this about CLB as well. You have to put certain songs that are gonna like get hits and make number one on Billboard and stuff. Like fair, you have to do stuff like that to make money when you're a big enough artist, you know, way too sexy on CLB is just formula, isn't it? It's just trap music and yeah. you just follow the same thing. But you, your discography gets so washed out with the same beat, the same type of lyrics every single time. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like artistic, you just have to kind of give the artist their own artistic license and accept that some sounds that maybe you don't like or resonate with as much is part of the artistic process. It's part of the creative process, right? Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I was just enjoying like being a listener to that conversation, to be honest. But yeah, no, I just agree with everything that you're saying. Um, I wouldn't say that I... I feel like I can't really comment that much because I am someone who only really started listening to The Weeknd in the Beauty Behind the Madness era. So that to me was like I started listening to that and then I went back and like properly listened to like Trilogy. And obviously I get what you're saying. But I think for me, because I listened to Beauty Behind the Madness in full first and that's what I connected with, that for me is always going to be like, remind me of like, discovering the weekend through that but that's what's nostalgic for you yeah 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 for me personally but i get what you mean about trilogy and like obviously it was good enough for me to like literally go listen back and i literally just yeah. like saved every song that i liked I yeah. but um yeah no obviously he has evolved massively over the past 10 years now and it was a bit I'm, I'm glad that like he stood his ground when he didn't get any grammys because he did deserve it and i'm glad that he's still doing his own thing doesn't care it's all about the art for him and he's actually got the resources to do whatever he wants which is kind of exciting it's like you say he's an undeniable talent and yeah i just hope that one day he finds love abel we love you yeah also i do think like he is quite overlooked in the scene as well like people are quick to jump on like drake and like big big names like that not not that he's not a big name that's why it's surprising like he's such a big name but i don't speak to many people that uh, basically agree with what i just said like you did anymore <laughs> like people always maybe it's like, more maybe, maybe he's maybe it's like a british thing though i don't know maybe he's bigger in like america or like north america canada you know yeah uh, oh this have... is my thing as well oh sorry go on no, I was just going to ask, why is it that it's such like a British brown girl thing to just be obsessed with The weekend? Like, why, why is that? A thing? Oh, my God. Yo, yo I'm just deep in it. It actually is. It really, really is. But why? Yo. What, 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 what is he? Is he he, brown girl music? He, he's not South Asian. He's talking no, about he's very not. scandalous <laughs> things. He's got brown Asian boys, South Asian boys love The weekend. I know this is the case in like America and Canada as well. Like, they love, love love the weekend yo maybe yeah south asians love the weekend isn't it yeah so, yo I might be honest something someone out there who's listening do a case study on this please yeah. i will be 
happen, I just, yeah, find out what it is. There must be something. There must be some sociological phenomenon there. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm gonna yeah. Google it in fact. It's actually true. I I've seen him three times live, and I want to see him for the. I was gonna see him fourth time for the, for after hours, but it got cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, and, um like, I, I swear to God, since trilogy came out, obsessed. Like, mm. obsessed. I had yo. Okay, I, you know my Tumblr era, like 2014. I had a Tumblr dedicated to him. It was some cringy username. I still get emails from time to time. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was all weekend stuff. I literally meet spiritual bondage with Abel Tesfaye, honestly. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. it's like trilogy as well. He, obviously, he's talking about quite intense stuff. And very, I was like, like 13? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's a lot of these... Um, girls that are listening to us are obviously south asian they're coming from quite conservative backgrounds in terms of maybe talking about that sort of thing. maybe it's like a way to kind of break free of that i, yeah. I don't know like i, I don't but know i just i like how dramatic trilogy is like it's it, the production is constant it's intense the entire the entirety of the way through like all the um songs in parts like the birds and all the little like it's a 31 song album with no interludes or skits or anything like all those random little bits it's just insane like it's a musical masterpiece honestly um yeah i just don't know who can do it like him the answer is no one um wow. also i love canadian music i i realized canadian artists are doing it better than yeah, american artists at the drake, moment love the weekend 88 glam forever friday there's just so many like small canadian artists like roy woods uh magic yeah. jordan there's so many like not that famous famous but not that famous canadian artists and i'm just like damn so i made a playlist i made a playlist surprise of what's the canadian artists it's called old canada <laughs> oh wow Justin Trudeau, if you're listening, give us it. Yeah, Trudeau. look, look at the thingy. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Have you got the picture of him wearing blackface on there? I was going to oh. say. Is it? No, I was joking. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make that graphic. I found it on Instagram or sure, Google sure. or something. Oh yeah, that was me spending. Yeah, to be fair, I do have an assignment today. It's something I sounds like I would do yeah. with assignments to start making memes, aesthetic memes of Justin Trudeau. Uh, but um, I was going to say, there's a big. Um, Punjabi scene in Canada as well, like really, like it's all in like Toronto. There's there's a lot I of Punjabi in it. Like look at AP Dylan and stuff. Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like doing it for Punjabi Canadians. Uh, shout out the OG Punjabi Canadian, just rain wherever you no, are. Did you not see the TikTok? Did you see the TikTok? He came back. He's in one TikTok. This guy, Walid. I know. I saw. Yeah. Just one. Just wherever one. you are, just rain. I love you. I miss yeah. you. Oh I my hope God. you're doing you know well. I think about you every day. I know, huh? Jacqueline, please come back. I miss you. No, if- I don't think you guys understand. Like me and my family, I love him. we love no 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 you guys you don't understand we love him we emailed him one time and he emailed us back me and my family we recreated one of his videos guys we love him he's just the best in isolation i binge watched his videos and it was just the best you know what one day we need to have a a, 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 an episode dedicated to just rain because i have a lot to say i have a lot to say about that man I love him. You know, I, ca- I can't, I can't write it now. I can't, I look, I just. 
Right. Wherever you are, I hope you're keeping well. All I, I just want the best for you. I don't care if you never come back. I just want the best for you. We have unfortunately come to the end of today's show, but we've got a little bit of time left. So I just wanted to ask my fellow co-hosts, Simran and Halima. Sorry, guys, to catch you out the blue that I keep basically, I keep on putting these guys on mute and then forgetting to unmute myself. So whenever I unmute myself, they're surprised. But anyway, I wanted to ask you guys, what is your vision or your goal or your aspirations for Mango Masala in 2022? Mm. Quick fire. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, Well, we actually, oh, say that again. Sorry, 2k followers at least. Mm. God willing, we actually have something in pipeline. Are we allowed to say now or not? Or should we wait for an official announcement? I think let's wait for an official announcement, but you can like drop some teasers. We're we're teasing you right now, guys. Stay tuned because we've got we've got some exciting content coming up. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to grow in platform, as Simran said, like more followers, more listeners, more engagement, um, building our collaborative platform as well. So engaging with um, more artists, more creatives, um, having a space to do more of like art. Well, okay, that's the thing that I can't really speak about yet, but yeah, all of that, all of that good stuff. For sure. And... Yeah, what about you, Simran, apart from 2K followers? I think um, I'm really excited to, like, find more artists and collaborate with more artists and get people, more people's music on. And, like, I want us to be more, like, a space for people that they, like, you know, when we get those DMs, people are like, I really love what you're doing. How have I not, how have I not like, found this page before? Like, I want to be more of, like, a helpful page in terms of like representation and shedding light on issues and um talking about certain things that people are afraid to talk about in our community and like basically trailblazing yeah very good i think that yeah i just why i wanted 2022 is just for i i think it i just find it so annoying because i think there are so many people out there that would actually really enjoy what we're doing and they don't know so yeah. if you're listening and you know someone that would enjoy it, tell a friend. Um, yeah. Follow us on Mango Masala Radio on Instagram. And yeah, because we're not going anywhere. You know, like what is a Wolf of Wall Street when Leonardo DiCaprio is like, leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm well, not leaving. A bit more rude than that, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, we're not going anywhere. We are only uh, the only way is up from here. So yeah, man. Yeah, Mango Masala to the world. okay we're gonna have to wrap things up there but thank you guys for tuning in today and yeah we will see you same time next week the new time of four till six here on pi radio